a playlist original. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Back to the Blockbuster with your hosts, Gaius and Jackson, doing another anniversary episode, uh, a horror movie anniversary episode uh, in the summer because <laughs> Dimension Films was like, let's let's release this particular movie in the summer of 1998. Uh, so that's odd, better than October, man. I guess. <laughs> so weird. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's really weird. Um, but before we get into the movie and everything, I just wanted to introduce uh, some guests I wanted to talk about this particular film with us. Um, I, every time we were teasing this episode, I told Jackson we cannot do late 90s teen movie horror or teen films without Mark J. Parker. So he is back again to yes, uh, talk happy to about have this you back, movie. Mark. What's up, Mark? Hi, guys. <laughs> I, I know you're like, you're talking about my like my prime years here, late 90s slashers. You're, this is my genre. My subgenre is late 90s dimension films so i'm happy to be here. <laughs> nice and um uh, and then another guest we have i i put this out on tiktok asking if anyone wanted to join us for this episode and wes sent a message to uh uh to us on back to blockbuster uh, saying that he wanted to join and the timing worked out so thank you wes uh for joining us as well yes thank you so much for having me that's yeah, a pleasure it. oh, not a problem uh, well. yeah so uh we have uh we have well, we have a fan in Wes. I am also a fan of the movie, even though this is uh, talking about Halloween H2O. This is the first time I've actually watched it post 2018 Halloween trilogy. So it, it was like, so I was watching it in a very different light this time, comparing it to see like, oh, was this the best? Was this a better reexamination of Laurie Strode and her trauma all these years later? Or was that 2018 and then subsequent sequels a better examination of her trauma? All those years later, so I definitely watched it in a different light this time around. And uh, Jackson, I don't know if you had seen it before. Had you seen it before? Nope. This was the first time watch for oh, myself. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, there are there are wow. so only so many out there, my man. It's hard to but, get them all. Yeah, but Jackson also, I remember when we were talking about Can't Hardly Wait. I forget. Were you alive when this came out? It wasn't. Yeah, well, no, it was it was this came out. well, I was like a couple months old, right? Because this is this came out in August, <laughs> August or July uh, 20, 1998. August, 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 August. Yeah, I'm, I'm June ninety eight, so I'm I'm right there. <laughs> just oh just my made the cut. God, definitely oh not watching God. though. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, so to throw it out there, the film we are talking about today, as we mentioned, is Halloween H two O or Halloween H two O twenty years later, however you want to call it. Uh, directed by Steve Miner and starring Jamie Lee Curtis, LL Cool J, Adam Arkin, Michelle Williams, Janet Lee, and Josh Hartnett. Oh, I guess I'll throw in Adam Hamburg. He has a pretty decent partner mm -hmm. in this, too. Um, this uh, sequel finds them uh, ignoring all the sequels after Halloween 2 and just focusing on those first two films and Laurie Strode's story. And it has her uh, kind of in hiding as the headmistress of this very, looks like elite private school. Uh, her name is, and she's changed her name to Carrie Tate to uh, escape her her said monster. And uh, of course, twenty years after the nineteen seventy eight incident, said monster has come back to uh, haunt her once again. Um, this was a big deal when it came out in nineteen eighty eight because uh, this was like two worlds colliding. It was the late nineties like teen horror movie boom that kind of reignited with Scream, and then of course for Halloween fans, this was like a big deal because we. Uh, we got some pretty dismal sequels. Uh, I'm not going to count Halloween 4 because I, I, I fucks with Halloween 4. But Halloween 5 and 6 are pretty bad. 
bad. I I so, kind of like six. I have to be honest. Maybe because that was the first one I think I actually saw. I can't remember if I saw one yeah. or six first, but I saw them all out of order as a kid. But I kind of have a soft spot for six. Nostalgia that scared points. me a lot. Maybe it's nostalgia. I know it's messy because it's part of that weird cult storyline, which yeah, is yeah, really yeah. weird. But I don't know. Six. I don't know. I, I, I at least am okay with that. I need to watch the director's cut someday. It's a better it's a better version of Dreadful. If that makes sense, okay. <laughs> if, that, if, if that makes it, it's like it's a it's a little little better than what we got uh, for yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, this was uh, I you know we always ask people uh, when they first uh, and well, with the exception of Jackson who just watched it today for the first time. Um, Wes, this is your first time on. Uh, when did you first see the movie, and kind of what did you think of it when you first uh, saw it? So I was first going through like my whole like diving into the genre of horror films, like maybe like honestly it was probably the summer of 2013 was probably when I first saw all of the Halloween movies. And so oh, that nice. includes this one. And and I loved this one, Halloween H20. When I first saw it, I thought it was a really great ending. I also appreciated that it kind of retconned the bad sequels out of the out of the mix because um, I those were a mess. Um <laughs> but yeah, I really, I really enjoyed H two O. I thought it was a really good send off for Laurie Strode, and I think it does examine her trauma in a way. Now looking back at it after the twenty eighteen one, I think it's more satisfying because she's she is running away and dealing with it in like a, a really unhealthy way. But there is still like a lot of personal growth that has happened in that time between uh, Halloween two and H two O, and it's just really cool to see where she is at now. And I think I appreciated that better than her being like a hermit in the woods uh survivalist i mean and that's really cool too it was cool to see but i just the h2o just hits that spot nowadays i think even more so after the uh gordon green series Mm. nice and uh mark i know you're probably i guess similar to me you probably did you see this in theaters (laughs) i i did i saw it in theaters (laughs) with my mom and i was in fifth grade i would think i was going into sixth grade i was like 11 and I just remember, it's so funny because I was rewatching the movie earlier today. I love the opening. I'm sure we'll talk about it. But when we first see Michael in the hallway in the back, I just remember like, oh, I was so excited and I was so scared. And I just remember covering my mouth and saying, oh, shit, oh, shit. In the movie theater, my mom was like, you, you have to be quiet. You have to stop. Because I think she was very nervous about like bringing a, a little kid into a horror movie. To a horror movie. But, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it was opening weekend, but we definitely went to the theater. Oh, yeah. And I loved it. Well, yep. how um, was this movie received when it when it came out? Was it popular in theaters? Did it do well? Was, was it panned? Like, give me, give us a little bit of perspective of what it was like. It in, did in the well. Yeah. It did well, but did, uh, well. You, you might have seen this too, guys. It was never number one, which is funny because now these movies no. are so big. This was not like yeah. so it made its money back. Obviously, it made sequels, so it was successful, right? Yeah. But it was surprisingly, it came in at like yeah. number three or four. I think it's because of that weird yeah, August. It- release date it's a weird august it was this weird august release date and when they opened august 5th it like we, it's funny jackson as we talked about this with ninja turtles and dead reckoning it mm. opened on a wednesday so it had that weird right, okay. kind of midweek yeah. opening um but at the time it came out it was the highest grossing of the halloween movies uh at the time it was released and wow. uh and depending on who you asked it, it could have done well because it was bringing her back Jamie Lee Curtis back it might have also been a combination of these kind of movies were big again uh, when Halloween H2O came out this is you know post like you know Scream Scream 2 I know you did last summer so it was uh, it kind of rode that wave 
Uh, reviews wise, it, uh, wise it was mixed. It was like in the middle, but it wasn't really made for critics. It was made for fans, fans. and I think, yeah. I, yeah, I think at the time, fans uh, really thought this was the best one since the original when it came out. Um, I think that has changed for a lot of fans since. I mean, some uh, especially with time. But at the you know when it came out, I know me and my friends thought it was the best one since the first one, uh, mm-hmm. and at least the closest to coming to touching it uh at the time i saw it in theaters me and my friend did that thing where we had to ask an older person to buy our ticket because we were too young uh to go in and this is when you could like i know trust people to like hey can we go watch this movie with you here's our money mm-hmm. and that actually <laughs> actually worked out um but our friend our me and my friends loved it when we saw it back then i've softened on it since even watching it for this i enjoyed there were things that i really enjoyed and there were isolated moments i thought were great um but well, you know, probably talk about those later. But, um, but at the time, yeah, I thought it was the best Halloween sequel uh, of the bunch at the time, and uh, yeah, and it, but it was. I guess it certainly wasn't hard to top um, a lot of the Halloween sequels at that point. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but it was like two. for. So, I have. I did like two. I mean, I actually grown to like. Yeah, I've grown to like two a lot more, and you know, as I've gotten older, mm. like appreciating things about it. And also, you know, if you watch one and two back to back, it's a double edged sword because you get like, oh, this doesn't feel as good as the first one, but it does feel like one cohesive story. So at least like when you're watching yeah. one and two back to back, and like oh, Rick yeah. Rosenthal did his best to capture that vibe of what John Carpenter was doing mm-hmm. in the first movie. Definitely, movie, so. I think and, so. And there's and a Steve, and Steve Miner tries and everything. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And Steve Miner tries to do that a little bit with H2L. He's a director on this one. Um, he also directed uh, Friday 13th Part 2 and 3, uh, which are my two favorite Friday 13th sequels. So mm. there's that. He also has a Dawson's Creek connection because he was directing episodes of Dawson's Creek at yeah. the time. So he knew Michelle Williams already. So he was already familiar ah, uh, that explains with her. It. Oh, yeah. I was surprised. Jax is like, like, why is she in this? There were a lot of faces I was Um, not expecting to see in this movie, and hers was probably one of the ones that shocked me the most, but great for her little early. Yeah, people forget that she was like kind of the female, you know, obviously Jamie Lee Curtis is the female lead, but like the number two female Mm. lead is Michelle Williams, right? Um, But yeah, Yeah. uh, Rick Rose, wait, uh, Steve Miner's the director of this one, right? Yeah, Steve Miner. He has a cameo um, talking to Michelle Williams when we meet Michelle Williams, he's like the bursar yeah. giving her bad news about like, your dad didn't pay the oh, bill or whatever. Yeah. So, right? <laughs> yeah. And like, so you're she's poor. like, oh. you're poor. But that, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah, that is him. I love you when can't you go to themselves a little yeah. bit in the movie. I always like to look for that, but I would have had no idea who Steve Miner was, so I did yeah. not catch that, but that's yeah. neat. All right, nice Jackson, catch. for our first time watch, uh, how was it for you? <laughs> Ah, oh, I hate, I was like dreading kind of getting to this point because I don't want to be the bubble burster, but oh. I got to say for a lot <laughs> of the movie, I wasn't really buying in, but I'll, I'll kind of explain why I think that there was a lot of things that like, I didn't set myself up for to fully enjoy this movie. One being, I'm just not in, in spooky season, like Halloween mode. I feel like this watch in August is just so antithetical to the halloween series like i would have much rather watching this like early to mid like october but i also have not seen halloween 2 i'm a i'm a halloween fan but the other series <laughs> i can't say i'm a true fan there's many i haven't seen so okay. um, i love carpenter's original and i also felt like this one lacked a lot of the like magic that he brought to that original it just 
by nature of it being from a di- different director, really noticed that that lacking, I guess, this time around. So did you know that yeah. they were siblings? Because that's revealed in two. Yes, yes, I have no. Because okay. even though I have not that, seen two, I'm familiar with a lot of aspects. Oh, that, that's I was like, oh, God, two. Like, <laughs> yes. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Certainly. <laughs> um, Jackson's was, like brother, huh? <laughs> <laughs> there, there were. I will say though, the end. Even though I'm still kind of conflicted about what I think of the last scene, it redeemed a lot of what I of what I had seen throughout the movie. Because although I wasn't really that engaged throughout it. That final two minutes I thought was much better than the 83 that had come before. My Save for the opening. I thought the opening was great. Justice for Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He did not deserve that skate. So I would have yeah, loved to have seen face. that happen, but I get why that might not have been popular to show, especially at the time. But there were just overall, like my thoughts were like, there were some foundational aspects of like the character of Michael and the staples of this series that I couldn't get over. For instance, like his mask. I I do not. No, like no we'll talk about yeah, this. Uh, yeah, I yeah. I knew that we'd get into that. Yeah, well, it's, it, it, it changes like three times. <laughs> yeah, which I, it's I didn't really pick bad. up until the end. I was and like, then yeah, it's his CGI eyes in the one scene, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah there's one what CGI moment with it. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't it's that. when the kid yeah. the kid pulls his hand out of the garbage disposal and like he turns okay. and sees him there. That whole oh, okay. mask is uh, CG. Yeah, because <laughs> there's a lot of apparently the the mask thing was a huge. Well, um. I'll try to go through it quick. So in the, you know, okay, the opening yeah, yeah. scene, uh, which is actually great. I actually think the opening scene is really good. Like the opening yeah, scene too. feels like it is. It feels very like Halloween 78-esque. Yes. Yeah, as close as it can get. And I love the and opening with the Mr. It's a great way Mr. to bring Sam. her back, right? With uh, yeah, yeah. The, the nurse. Nancy it's Stevens. Great, the, yeah, the plays music. Barry, uh, yeah. Sandman, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. Sandman. Yeah. I've got to get you back into that kind of world because Mr. Sam it, it opens Halloween too, and that's like a good, it's like a cool little like callback to that. Um, but I guess the opening scene um, is the only scene that they use. The mask from Halloween Six is used in the opening scene, and that was the mask that Steve Miner actually liked, and he was like, okay. And then the higher ups at Dimension, like the Weinstein's, did not like it, um, and they were like, get something else made. And so, Ugh. but Steve Miner, I guess, is still fighting with like, hey, like, you know, I like this one. And they're like, no. And then I guess Steve Miner was like, dude, like, well, fire me. Like, he was really like, like upset that they weren't going to use gonna his die mask. on the mask. And so, right. so, so then they got this like K&B mask, which you can kind of see a few times. It's the like really white one with like, you can't see his eyes. Um, it's in a few shots of the movie. Yep. Um, it doesn't look great. And then they had uh, Stan Winston's people come in and make the one that you see throughout most of the movie. Um, Stan Winston's work? Well, his his people. I don't know if it's it's like him. Still, I I don't think they did him justice. I wish I didn't hear that. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. I I think I heard long ago, and it makes a lot of sense, this is sort of like the drag version of Michael Myers because the mask (laughs) is just so like... I don't. Like, it's just like something. You right? Yeah. 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 The, the uh, I have West, to say West, that the worst mask <laughs> is the oh, fifth one. I think the fifth the movie. Is the fifth? I hate. Oh, it's pretty bad. That one's bad. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Actually, anything like four, or five, six H two O all have really. It's a varying degrees of like really awful. Why Halloween? Michael Myers first is great, and I gotta say that's what I do love about 2018 is they made the mask look badass. So props mm-hmm. to David. Yeah, as, as close as they could. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why they fucked with the mask, uh, but right. what's what's your thoughts on the whole mask debacle? And do you think any of the three look good in this movie? <laughs> uh, um, I think all the masks kind of look. They definitely all look off in the movie. Um, 
but the cell shading weird CGI bit is the one that always sticks in my head the most. I don't know how I missed because that. Because that is the most glaring. It's so it's ugly. so bad, man. Um, <laughs> it is really bad. But I think um, the the moment where Laurie Strode and Michael Myers face off that one moment yes. through the window, in the window. like that even though the good. mask yeah. is off, the scene is so good that I don't even really. I'm not even thinking Love about that. You care? Yeah. I agree with that. That was right. a great reunion scene for sure. Now yeah. I know Jackson yeah. was a baby, but any of us who saw like the trailer, the commercials. Was I the only one? Okay, keep in mind, I was like 11. But seeing it being called H2O, H20, and then the circular like window that they look at each other, I thought, oh my God, this is underwater. No joke. I definitely <laughs> thought underwater. this was taking Michael underwater. I'm like, oh my God, they're on a cruise. And that's I what so I thought. Excited. I thought it was going to be on a cruise. I did that too. is yeah. awesome. <laughs> Getting into it, I thought it was Michael Myers on a cruise. Yes, because I, I remember I knew about uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. So I was like, mm, oh, okay, yes. that's a cruise. I hadn't, I don't think I saw that movie yet at that age, but I knew that existed. So I'm like, oh, this is their take on that. Exactly. Sign me up. Yeah. Luckily, we did not get that. I can see these connections that. being made. Right? I don't blame but that, that circular my window, I was like, oh my God, he's outside yeah. the ship. Yeah. <laughs> I, I respect your I respect, I respect your uh, alternate version of what this movie uh -huh. <laughs> what this movie could oh, have yeah. been. Um, by the way, um the trailer for this movie, if you ever have a chance to check it out, is I, I, much better than I mean the movie's fine, but the trailer is really good and you get a lot of Halloween music. You don't really get a lot of Halloween music in this movie, and that's not I know. where was it? Like, there were glimpses, but uh, I, was like, I want uh, that so, score, man. Yeah. So this like, is like this is problem music. problem. Mm -hmm. This is like problem number two. Like I, I think it's like the worst problem after the mass problem is yeah. John John Ott, John Ottman did the score, and I guess John Ottman came up with these like big kind of like full orchestra uh his kind of take on the Halloween music. And they actually have it on one of the DVDs. You can hear it. It's not that it's bad. It just doesn't. It's really big and doesn't fit like what they were trying to do. It's um, a very, so like, operatic, they said that Steve, right? it's very operatic. Very yeah, it's very drama. operatic. But I, yeah, because I actually kind of like it. I'm not the, gonna lie. I actually like. No, it's not. It's not bad. And it feels very scream because yeah. I think Marco Beltrami also worked yeah. on this a bit. He came right? in last. So he came back. Oh, like, he came last minute okay. to fix because they were so they're cutting the movie. And they're listening to John Ottman's score, and they're like, the, the, "Paul uh, Patrick Lucier, who, who's the editor, was like, this isn't working. Like, it's mm -hmm. the music is fine, but it's not right for this.' So he got Marco Beltrami to come in. I guess like it did five days of work to wow. basically insert insert screen music. That's basically what it was. I mean, totally. it's a lot of the scenes. Um, you really hear you hear hints of John Ottman's score throughout the movie, and then you, of course, you hear it uh, during the the opening. Uh, that is his take on the Halloween theme." I do love uh, that, that opening, whole, guys. Oh, I gotta say, yeah. the credits yeah, with all the and like how it's like there's a little like fluttering, like almost like a flute yes. or something. Oh, I have yes. to say, it works for me. Yeah. I it's, it's like so a little good. like devilish. Although now rewatching it at like years later, it does feel like maybe the most family friendly Michael Myers, like <laughs> with <agree>. that score <laughs> and the way it looks. But I'm still into it, so. It has like a John Williams magical esque mm. yep. to it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess would bring it's in the family friendly vibes. It's, it's kind of it's kind of whimsical, like parts of yeah. it. Like it, it and like if you hear if you hear the majority of his score, which isn't bad, isolated by itself, but like right. they play it over certain scenes that it was supposed to play over on the Blu-ray, and it's like it's it was like it wouldn't work, but it is good pieces of music. I just feel bad for him because they were they basically. They were like, hey, like some of your scores in there, but a lot of it didn't work. And 
we, we had to salvage what we could salvage. But yeah. but that I mean that is yeah that's what makes me that's what makes it feel even more like it has the scream DNA because it has that music as well on top yeah. of the fact that you can tell that it it wants to be a Halloween movie but it also wants to kind of latch on to the kind of late nineties uh, teen slasher craze and. That's uh, watching it now. I feel like it's kind of hard for it to be both. It, very like, it much doesn't so, really yeah. quite kind of wear too many work hats. Both. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that was why. And I, I'm always conflicted. Like when I watch it now, I was like, "Oh, there's some good stuff in here that feels Halloween." And then, and I love all that stuff. I love Scream, and I know you last summer and all that. But it doesn't feel entirely right for this. Mm. Um, but at the time, and in, in 1998, I thought it was great. I thought I was like, "Oh yeah, this is like the best of both worlds." But right, you know, as a fully formed adult, it feels. It feels a little wrong, doesn't it? Feel I do quite right. I love that we get a little glimpse of Scream on the TV there in that mm-hmm. scene where the girls are preparing for um, what's his character? Oh, yes. The guy who plays uh, the guidance counselor is coming in and it's on the yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. That was a cool little nod. Love Although, that. can we talk about that briefly? Because I yes. love it too. I love how we hear, Do you want to die tonight, CC? And also the WB <laughs> connection between Sarah Michelle Geller no. and Michelle Williams at the time. Michelle Williams. Right. But yep. here's yeah. the kind of crazy thing that my brain does. So, Scream is supposed to be like the real world. So, when they are watching Halloween and Scream, it's like us, like real people who love Halloween. But, and right. I, I totally get it. I, I'm just being a nerd, but it doesn't really make sense though for no, in the Halloween right. world. Now they're watching Scream where it's like, well, wait, Scream is supposed to be like real life. And you, in real life, we were watching Halloween. So, wait, you know, yeah. but I'm I taking that. occurred to me, but you're, but no, you're I, right. I know, I know, I know I'm being a saying. wet blanket. I still love it. And I think it's a <laughs> no, fun no. little Weinstein, like, hey, well, in that hit. They showed Halloween and this hit, we're going to show Scream. So I love it, but I'm just like, well, technically, like now we're in some weird time vortex, but I still love yeah. it. So there you go. Another, another weird meta moment, too, is Chris Duran, who plays Michael Myers in this. He actually was Ghostface in that scene with uh, Sarah no Michelle Gellar. So, so that is another weird, like, yeah, another weird, crazy. like, kind of like crazy I love that. Uh, connect- connection. But yeah, I mean, yeah, of course, they, you know, that, that was just thrown in so they could be like, oh, the kids could be like, oh, I just saw that movie. <laughs> so right. yeah, it's like one of those. <laughs> and did you guys <laughs> notice, I things. never noticed it until this rewatch, um, I believe in that great scene where I love when um, Jamie Lee Curtis says to Adam Hamburg, here, go go get in the car. And then she turns around to her son. She says, what the fuck? You know, I love when she yells at him. But the, Josh Hartnett even says, um, I'm pretty sure he says, what are you waiting for, huh? I'm pretty sure I heard it. So that's like my little Kevin Williamson loving brain that like that yeah. they like put a little nod to I know what you did last summer in the script. I just have to shout that out. That's I had neat. never caught that before. I love the way, I love the way Mark thinks. I feel like he thinks like me. Because <laughs> like, like, you know, I'm hearing because you know Kevin Williamson did like lots of work on this, but uncredited, right? Yeah, I mean, he did. said he's an executive yeah. producer, but he definitely worked on the script, and you can feel that DNA. But like, it's funny because in that same scene, you can hear like words like existence, and I'm like, oh my god, that's such a <laughs> Kevin Williamson word. Like my, yeah, we, we can't go on <laughs> in this existence. I'm like, oh my god. And then there's like leak, and I remember like in Scream, they're like stupidity leak, and I'm like, and then all of a sudden yeah. I hear, what are you wait or, or what's he waiting for, huh, or something? And I was like, oh my god. Thank you, Kevin Williamson. Anyway. Nice little pickups. Here's something that I I caught that I want to know if anybody had noticed. I'm sure I wouldn't be surprised, but I noticed uh, uh, another familiar horror character in that opening scene. There was a Cenobite from Hellraiser on the porch. 
in that opening oh really scene. i did not see up. that yes it's no it's i did not see butter, that i think the, it's the one that's called butterball it's like the bald like big oh. gelatinous looking oh one. wow just chilling on the porch as a prop I'm like that's a centibite for sure go oh, back and, and look it's there uh, and do you know why yeah, back at this out. time dimension the weinstein's oh. Oh, owned uh hell 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 not okay yeah, there you go yeah. makes sense so mm-hmm. they're giving lots of shout outs to their other material which I, well, it's, I appreciate yeah it really shows you how the weinsteins had their hand in some big franchises in the late 90s it was kind of actually crazy because i don't know if any studios own that many franchises now that are like of that level you know i know i know by this yeah. time hellraiser was not really it was more like direct to video and dvd video. but still you know they had the rights to a lot of stuff I need a little history lesson here because they went on to do to own Miramax. Does Dimension Films kind of become Miramax, or did they just buy that? At what happens there? The wine scene. They had Dimension is like all they had at the same time. Okay. Yeah, Dimension was like for all their like John their genre like releases. So any of like the horror stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and they got they got the rights to Hellraiser and Halloween, and they released Curse of Michael Myers, and that was a dud. And they released Hellraiser Bloodline, which was like Pinhead in Space, and that was a dud. No <laughs> way. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, when they, well, and the thing is, like, with Halloween H2O, like, there are a lot of different people that had ideas. Like, everyone's working on, like, what would be the seventh movie. Uh, right. On the Dimension, on the dimension side, they were going to do something that was going to be straight to video. Um, on the Jamie Lee Curtis side, though, she was like, hey, like, it's coming up on 20 years since we did that first one. Like, she kind of wanted to get the gang all back together. So she had like a meeting with Deborah Hill and John Carpenter that sounded promising. But then there's a lot of speculation about why John Carpenter didn't direct it. Uh, she really wanted him to, mm-hmm. um, but he ultimately decided not to do it. I probably was money. I mean, usually it's money with him. I was going <laughs> to say, do we know why? Cause I never heard why we, we don't know for sure. I heard one reason was money that he wanted okay. like $10 million to do it. Oh and they were, God, and Dimitri was like, Dimitri was like, Mitchell was like, no, <laughs> like you're not like that huge. You're not that huge anymore. We're not giving you ten million dollars. Um, and so, like, so Jamie Curtis was like, so at the end of the day, it became like, okay, now it's just her trying to spearhead this twenty year movie, which is so, so interesting because, like, I just think that's so interesting that she was such a force to get it going because it at that time she was not really doing any kind of horrors or thrillers she was doing like comedy no so it's and she was doing like, she did, like, like true she lies in the mid 90s like or, she... right i mean true lies was excellent yeah, yeah. but it's so interesting yeah knowing that she was the one to get it going and also i'm pretty sure and i love jamie lee curtis but i do have to shade her a little bit i'm pretty sure Ooh. she never <laughs> watched like scream i feel like she said that on record she's like oh i've never seen that That's yeah she's never seen she's never seen it she, oh. she's talked to she, talked about yeah she's talked about right? a lot but she's at least yeah. a, a smart businesswoman, and she's like, "Oh, this movie Scream, which kind of talks about me and my movie Halloween, like is yeah. such a success because yeah. she has to know. Okay, now let's bring Halloween back. So I do think it's a little weird. It's like you didn't want to at least watch the movie that like spearheaded this whole late '90s craze, you know? But whatever. Yeah, teach his own. Well, apparently, apparently she's not a horror movie. She's not a horror movie person. Mm. She's talked about it a lot. She doesn't really like watching them. I do okay. think it's kind of shady because I don't know if you know that story about. Um, at the Halloween Ends premiere, where Danielle Harris, who was in oh, Halloween four, oh, Halloween yeah. four and five, uh, basically kind of went up to her, and then also a uh, Scout Taylor, who was in uh, the Halloween remake, they yeah. went up together to talk to talk to Jamie Lee Curtis, and Jamie Lee Curtis was basically like, "I don't know who you are, never seen your movies," and they were just kind of like, 
so hurt by it. And I understand I understand I understand their side, but also Jamie Lee Curtis that is stings. not she doesn't she's always made it known that she doesn't like watching horror movies. Like I mean, yeah, and I get and that. But it's can you see her? Can you see her sitting not... down watching Halloween? Halloween four? Like she's not gonna do <laughs> <I> that. Mean, <laughs> no, but if you want to like kickstart the franchise again, I would assume she would at least like I don't know, look at the poster and see this girl on the post. I, it's a little weird. <laughs> or follow it in like pop culture, right? Like, or just like have one of her assistants yeah. be like, okay, well, what happened in four? I mean, she has to know what happened in four, five, six for her and the team to be like, all right. Let's ignore all that. Let's go back to the one and two. You know what yes. I mean? So That's it's a little cold. I listened to their podcast yeah. and they were heartbroken over that. They were hurt. So. They were hurt. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, we can we sucks. can talk about we can talk about the kid thing a little bit because you know in Halloween, of course, in the Halloween one, two, four, five, six timeline, Jamie uh, Daniel Harris was J- uh, Laurie Strode's daughter. So, but in H two O, we're ignoring all that. Uh, she has no daughter, uh, but she does have a son. Um, do we like uh, that they disregard all that? And then, you know, we got Josh Hartnett uh, in the end uh, for her son, playing her son. Take it away, Wes. <laughs> uh, I, I like, I do like the retconning because I don't love the four, five, and six. I, um, but that made me sad. The whole the whole anecdote just now just made me sad, and I feel bad about saying that. But <laughs> I do, I do like that. That I, you know, I'm not saying Josh Hartnett's John is a better character than Jamie or any of that. He really isn't. But the, you know, the overall story, I guess they they really could have found a way, I guess, to write something that, that tied all of them together. But they chose this direction and they went all in on retconning it. And I think it, I think it did pay off. Even if the, I think the teen side of the story with Josh Hartnett and Michelle Williams, that side of the story is the weakest part of H2O. But um, I, I do Agreed. think it paid off. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, what I'll say about the, the teens, uh, it, is, it is, I guess it is the weakest part because we really care about how like Lori is adjusting 20 years later. What I do appreciate about the teens though is that, Mark, we talked about this when we did the I Know You Did Last Summer episode. Everyone in that movie is incredibly good looking. They look like movie stars. I will say that every all the kids in H2O, they're a little bit messy. They don't really look like, you know, Hollywood, mm-hmm. like typical movie stars. Like Josh Hartnett's got that funky hair. Oh my God, uh, funky Adam, hair. <laughs> uh, Adam, Adam, Adam Hanbird is not a stud either. Joey Lynn, Joey Lynn O'Keefe is gorgeous, but she's not like oh, yeah. traditionally gorgeous. And then yeah. Michelle Williams is more pretty than hot. Like, I always thought that like, I always appreciated that they were more, realistic looking at least uh they yeah. were, they felt like actual teenagers i might be the only like, one you know, here models. but i love <laughs> the teens and yeah i love how jody lynn o'keefe yeah is this babe but she's kind of like funky and a little grungy and i thought the casting was really interesting and she maybe i like the them a lot of yes. the era for yeah. sure i thought yes and jody lynn o'keefe for me is also there's a girl in six the one before this with the Matthew. Lillard oh, that comes off like, like, yeah, I know you're talking about who, yeah. like to like, I feel like that's the same DNA. Like I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You are sort of the nineties 
Halloween victim and I'm okay with that. You know, like we all knew Michelle Williams (laughs) was probably not going to die because she was like such a thing at this time. But I just have to say, I have to give them a little bit of credit. I like them. I know they're a little sappy with all these candles. Like who who had the time to light all these candles? This is a fire. You guys are going to get drunk and now you're going to have to blow out like 500 candles. No, but I just have to say, I want to give them credit because I really enjoy them. I enjoy Joseph Gordon-Levitt and his friend because I don't love Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, love interest. Um, no, oh, Alan, well, Alan, well, Alan, well, is it is it Alan Arkin Adam, or Adam? Adam Adam Arkin. Yeah. Adam Arkin. Yeah, his his dad was Alan. Yeah, yeah. Better right. Known as I, Ethan Zobel in Sons of Anarchy. That's where I know him. So oh, it was nice okay. To see him <laughs> and he, I agree. And, Back at this time, he was on like Chicago Hope, or I don't think it was ER. It was like one of those shows. No, Chicago. Chicago, Yeah. There's something about him. I I like him, but like seeing him kiss, I'm like, "Mm, show me the show me the kids. Yeah. I don't want to see a Lori Strode (laughs) romance, or like I feel like that's just not what her. I was okay with that because like she's like a drunk and she's like grieving and trying to like. So I was okay seeing like a like her trying to like get frisky. I was okay with that, but not with him. Maybe with someone else. I don't know. So. That's why I'm like, all right. They're not an attractive couple for sure. Show me, you know, and it is funny going back to like how in 1998, I mean, we were seeing violence. Like I know what you did last summer, just a few months before this, we saw the hook and the, the throat, but this movie is probably the most tame Halloween. Would you guys say? Yeah. Right. Yes, I think there's so. There's not I, a I, lot I, of impact. <laughs> there's, there's no. blood, but it's I'll like, ever... like you, Right, that this we see the aftermath of the skate, we see the aftermath mm-hmm. of like throat slashing, even in the beginning with um Marion, the nurse. Like, it's a little bit of blood on the on the throat, it's totally opposite of what the Halloween movies are like now, which yeah, in my now, opinion, yeah. are too much. I don't like it because the original Halloween, I guess you know what they were going for. This 98 one was very similar to 78, very little blood when you think about it. Like, mm-hmm. it was it was yeah. not so gory. The new ones to me were too much. However, the dumbwaiter on the leg, um, that was, that a, was I mean, good. that yeah. that got me. <laughs> it still yeah, got yeah, me yeah. when I was watching How it earlier today. How he up, like that reveal uh, of her, oh, yeah. her corpse being tied up. That yeah. was one of my favorite like, shots. I still don't really get yeah. it. So the, the light bulb is like in. It was like, was through he, like, her? <laughs> it was yeah, like through was her? Did he like, did he like cut a hole? Oh, oh yes. Yeah, so now I'm remembering. Someone said she was like a human jack-o'-lantern with like the, the light in the middle of her. But yeah. It, I, it wasn't super clear. I still, to this day, I'm like, so by the way, what's going on? He did, that, he, did that, he did that in, like, record time, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> there is not much time between her dying and then them going to go see, like, oh, what was that noise? <laughs> it's a very quick turnaround. Yeah. Um, it's, it's funny, too, that this is introducing Josh Hartnett. I mean, in this same year, he um, at the end of the year, he did the faculty. I guess he, right. he said he, fil- he filmed these uh, pretty much at the same time. Uh, wow! Like same hair, and that's how Dimension. Yeah, that's how Dimension knew who he was. So they were like, "Hey, like he's already working on this one movie we're doing. Like, uh, we'll send him over for that." And and I was looking I at his IMDb, and this really was his very first thing on IMDb. Like, wow. even Jamie Lee. I know it was introducing Jamie Lee for the first one, but she had done like a couple TV things. So yeah, I need to like find out like who is Josh Hartnett's agent? Who is he related to? Like, <laughs> very rarely does someone get that. Right. Great of a intro for a big franchise movie. Like, I mean, I love him. I think he's great. I think he's I dreamy. He like, it totally parts. works. Oh, yeah. Like, his fights, like we were saying with, with his mom, I think are strong and really realistic, good. Yeah. You know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and it's kind of, it was kind of fun to swap the genders, you know, have she was 17 in the first one. Now it's 
her son, a, bo- a guy, 17. Like, I thought that was a cool I, way to... Yeah, I actually like that scene a lot. I mean, actually, not the whole scene. So going back to Adam Arkin, when she's telling him finally about, like, mm. what happened to her, and it's mixed in with them kissing, and he's, like, kind of drunk, and he's, like, still trying to get her to, like, take off her mm. clothes. And she's like, no, like... By the way, at, at when he tells her, like, oh, that sucks to take off your clothes, she's already said, like, my brother killed my sister <laughs> with a very it's, large... I with a very large I was like, man... She's but like, the overall listening. scene, <laughs> you're not listening to me. But what's strong about the scene is her. Like the way she plays it is really well. Is really uh, well yes. done. And I also love the callback to her. Like when he's like, "Oh, how old were you?" And then she looks and sees the birthday card. And yes, and, you know, it's his yeah. 17th birthday. I thought that was really good. But yeah, that scene as a whole is weird because it's like, uh, why did they have him act like a teenage boy? I mean, he's like well into his like what 40s, 50s, <laughs> and he was acting like a uh, like an idiot. I don't know. It was yeah. kind of silly. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of uh, Lady Ladies Love Cool James? <laughs> I love Cool J. I love that Cool J. I think he's hilarious. I think he's so good in this movie. And his, his, the conversations he has with his wife are so funny. Oh, oh those are not great. supportive, but <laughs> yeah, I think those... it's great. I think he he adds a lot. He adds a lot. Yeah, those are the those are the funniest moments in the movie for me. Like the interaction with him and his wife over the phone over his like. Okay. Trashy romance novel. <laughs> is anyone else like me where my brain, especially like years after watching this, I am choosing to believe that his wife on the phone is L- Loretta Devine in Urban Legend because it sounds like her. And we this was the year we got like sassy black, you know, awesome cops yeah. or security guards that like help save the day, you know, because LL Cool J right, doesn't amazing. die, which is surprising that they never brought him back for another one you know because he's such a big star but then and then also i think the way lo cool j is reading like these seductive like things he's written it makes (laughs) me think of joseph gordon levitt in 10 things i hate about you when allison janney if you guys know that one she's like she's like the guidance counselor writing this like sexual stuff at school so that's like my brain of like okay i think (laughs) loretta divine and joseph gordon levitt and julia style everyone's all connected at this school so that's me that's where my nerdy brain goes Uh, um what i found funny was when i was watching the blu-ray for this and malika khan who's like a producer was saying why they cast lo cool j and they were like well they're like our market research so that like basically african-americans love horror movies so we needed someone that like would appeal to them Okay, <laughs> and okay. that was and that was and that yeah. was their choice because he I mean at the time I mean he was pretty still pretty okay. big like in in hip hop and stuff so and he was acting as well but I just love that that was the reason that like we need a black person in this movie is what we're learning <laughs> from our market research and that's and okay, you know and that's why they said they and that's why they said they, co- they copied that again with in Halloween Resurrection with Busta Rhymes that's why they did that and Tyra uh, oh, you know, yeah. and and Tyra Banks and, and Resurrection <laughs> so like it's yeah, oh, they double down on yeah that whole thing is rough and it was funny I is that still... you know, we were gonna get the, we were gonna get that movie no matter what no like oh, no matter how no matter how this no matter how I this just... ended we were gonna get that movie I still can't believe I know because of the contractual that's Jamie Lee apparently like signed a deal for two movies so that's why they killed her in the beginning yeah. but I still cannot believe because Yes, even if this movie we agree is maybe imperfect, it's still one of the better ones and far better than four years later, which also was really surprising that it took four years for the next one to come out when this one was a hit. But like, oh my God, to follow this good movie up and that great ending with that, like (laughs) who, what were they smoking? Who was in charge? Like, 
what? Oh my god! How do guys. they? Uh, I've been curious about how they justify bringing well, back Michael you Myers. Know, that. Well, you know, well, you know whose whose idea that was, which I was sh- I was shook because I didn't think it was it would be his idea. Kevin Williamson came up with the idea of like, oh, we'll just switch out like you know the paramedic dude for Michael Myers, and that'll be that. And uh, so basically, it's not basically yeah, basically it's not him. It's like mm-hmm. Michael Myers at some point switched with like one of the paramedic dudes and put the, and put the mask so on they, them. They retcon the best moment in the entire film where they like, oh oh, yeah, oh that's right, Jackson. You don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Oh god, <laughs> it's yeah, like the, 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 scene, the only the be- scene that he liked, and he's like, and yeah, even like literally, like I couldn't yeah. consider anything after. If I had seen this in '98, I would not. I would have been probably furious at anything that came out after this one. And most people were. Most people are like, wait, yeah, I yeah. Can so see why. what? And I, I don't even remember what the trailer was like for Resurrection. And also, I still hate the title Resurrection. I mean, I guess it plays into that. Yeah. But the original title was Homecoming, I remember. And I saw like a poster yeah. for it. And I was like, ooh, Homecoming. Does that mean the dance? Or, oh, no, he's coming home. And I thought that was I, – I actually like the idea of that movie. It's just the execution and the, the cast and the comedy. It's just – but the idea yeah. of live streaming in the Myers house, I think that was actually kind of a cool idea. Not killing off Jamie Lee. Maybe she – the whole time she's trying to get out of the mental – institution i mean there are things there but ooh, i just have to get that off my chest this movie is so good (laughs) and so fun and you're working towards something and then the next movie just shits all over it i'm just like what yeah oh man yeah it makes no sense it's just it's like because michael myers is not like a a, st- a strategic person in my mind he's kind right. of just like no, right. you know, got a knife got a kill <laughs> he's got you know, one goal like that's, yeah that's, that's it's single track mind and then he goes and he pulls like this hannibal lecter maneuver of switching the mask on the other guy so that he yeah. can sneak out and the other guy gets it's so annoying it's just like that is frustrating like just on a character level of that's not what michael myers would even do like yeah makes no sense and then and- to just wreck that ending of a, that great ending oh I did read oh, that, by the I way, guess, in yeah. the original, were you going to say this, case? The original, I guess, shooting script or whatever, they were going to have that ending. Like, we were going to see yeah. that we were gonna see it. to us, yeah. right? Uh, but yeah. Yeah. I, it's interesting that they decided to take it out, I guess, in case this really was the end if well, it wasn't going to be a hit well, I think something? I think they, if I think if they added it, if, I, I think what they were going for is, hey, like, the audience is gonna love that final, like she chops his head off. I mean, I went and when we when I saw it in theaters, like it got a big, huge applause when she did it. Mm. So I guess they didn't want to ruin that final moment by being like, oh well, let's show them like kind of like mid-credits, you know, this is what really happened, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and Jackson, by the way, it Halloween Resurrection begins with like fully explaining how. Uh, he got away. Like, oh, like why? Well, who's why couldn't the guy he, talk? Well, like, he's, well, it's like, it's, it's, it's like the, a cop uh, or something, right? It, yeah, yeah. He, and it's like uh, uh. basically like, oh, why couldn't why couldn't the guy talk? They're like, oh, well, he crushes larynx, and it was like it was like that kind of like thing. Like, yeah, it was that really is bad. a that's abysmal. <laughs> Talking about while we're on the subject of this ending, ending though, even though I did say earlier that it it did kind of. Uh, make up for like what I did not enjoy with the movie. I, I, cause I thought the, the ending was better than the movie. I do got to say though, like overall I'm, I'm a team Michael uh-huh. Halloween fan more than Lori. So I feel like the only satisfying ending I would get out of a Halloween franchise would be something like what we got and like, well, <laughs> well, or, or both so you're going to love the next one. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but, 
more like I would want something. You guys ever see Alien versus Predator Requiem where they both take each other yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. Final. I want they something like one, that. Yeah. Like yeah. an okay. unstoppable force, immovable object. They can only wow. go out together. That's the only ending yeah. I want in a Halloween series. So, I kind of was hoping that was going to happen. And that's what I, I wanted. I thought they both yeah. were going to die. But yeah. let's not even. That yeah. was that yeah, well, so strange. <laughs> Yeah. I do want to. I do want to ask all three of you since you've all seen the 2018. Um, her her kind of showdown with him in this compared to her showdown with him in 2018. Which one hits better? You think? Hmm. Like, I guess I'll, I'll start with I'll start with West to go. That's a hard one. Uh, I really like the 2018. The finale, I think, is one of the best parts of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of like callbacks to the original, where she's like coming out of the shadows and stabbing him, and it's just like a really intense, awesome, like hand-to-hand uh, scene. But I think what H2O yeah. does, uh, I don't know, the scale in H2O is bigger. There's that, you know, the car crash and the impaling, and then the head chopping off. Like I don't know, they both hit really hard, and I think it just the reason why H2O hits harder is because in my mind, that's like the ending of a story. Like I don't consider resurrection right. to be real at all. Yeah. And, and I think that make <laughs> that gives it more gravity in my mind. All right. Sure. That's fair. No, I, what about, I like you, what about you, Mark or Jackson? Yeah. Go ahead, Mark. Um, uh, yeah, it's super tough. Cause I totally agree with what Wes said. I, I, it's funny. Cause when I first saw the 2018 one, I wasn't loving what I was seeing, but then after seeing kills and ends, I was like, oh, 2018 was actually really good. Um, (laughs) So the ending, I agree. I was scared with the mannequins and like, whoa, brutal and all that. So I really did enjoy that big showdown at the end and the house and everything. But ultimately, I do love when Michael and Lori are siblings, because I think just that twist at the end of two when... The, the nurse who we see in the beginning of this movie explains that they are actually related. I love that. I love how they hold on to each other's hands for a second. And mm. then she just like, I don't know. I, I really like how she is so in control um, with H2O. Yep. So, or H20, whatever we call it. So I just kind of have to give that. Cause also keep in mind because scream and Halloween have always, but especially at this time, we're like, so sibling rivalry. Like I loved how the end of yep. three, in Scream, it's it's brother sister, which I think was a total right. ode to to these two. So I do have to give it to H twenty. Also, because when I was seeing it in theaters, I kind of had this like little weird premonition. I'm like, I bet you there's gonna be like a sick like car crash or something. So when that happened, I was like over the moon. I was like, oh my god, I got my wish. The van's like. <laughs> so I I was like you know so yeah it's that's a tough question. They're neck and neck, but I gotta give it to H twenty. Mm-hmm. I do like. How she is able to overpower him at the end, I not having seen this ending before. I so it's weird. I I did know that somewhere amongst the Halloween sequels, she hits him with a van and he goes flying. And this mm-hmm. I just didn't know where in that universe it happened. So seeing it here, I thought perhaps it was all going to be over when she kills him at the school. Thinking if that's how she's able to defeat him in this movie, I'm not going to be satisfied with that ending. So I like <laughs> what she's able to do in the final moments. But I gotta say, I think I'd give the edge to 2018. Mostly because I like how they, I like how Lori's handled as a character more in 2018, how she spent years and years just prepping for this final moment rather than kind of running and hiding for Michael, which I can understand. I think that would have been a cool approach to explore at the time this movie came out, but having seen both, like, I think I like how they handled her, the more prepared, badass, ready for that final showdown. If it takes decades, that's the Lori Strode ending that I like. So I'd give the edge to 2018 Mm -hmm. and just, there's a lot of awesome iconography in that the house and her trapping him in the, 
in the basement with the bars and the house on fire and him just looking up at her like that is one of my favorite shots of the series so yeah hard not to yeah i do like the ending of this it wouldn't be the ending i would draft up but rarely are they ever so i for what apparently in an earlier draft did you guys ever i like was reading it a little bit years ago there was like a helicopter and like there was this big scale thing going on do you remember yeah yeah they were supposed to be like she was supposed to be being taken away on the helicopter and he's supposed to be like holding on to her as she was getting lifted away and like it was like this whole big like they're probably like wait we don't have the budget for that but like on on paper that's what they that's what they they were going for that kind of ending um i actually prefer the 2018 uh yeah uh uh showdown a little bit more what i realized with this even though i liked uh the last what 15 minutes or so the from the start of like the josh hartnett michelle williams chase scene to the end the movie moves so fast from that point so like fast. it doesn't stop mm-hmm. like it doesn't even stop 20 minutes for a second yeah right. it doesn't stop to breathe for a second and even like her stuff like laurie along with him is really fast like it, it they have like a few minutes to kind of like duke it out i guess and then that's it and it just goes by like so fast I just kind of wish that it was like a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that's just like, you know, I guess there is some fun stuff in it. I mean, I mean, I, I still love when she decides that, you know, they're, they're going to leave and she's going to stay behind and finally, she's going to mm. finally confront him. And then she kicks the thing out and gets the ax. And then she yells his name out and we get the whole big Halloween theme, like drop right there. I think that's really, that was cool. And I cool love that well. when she does it, we hear her breathing or maybe am I, am I making that up? Oh, that was at the, at the end. That was at the end when she chopped yeah, his head off. At yeah, the end. She, yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. I do love that. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Now she's so like, yeah. That's that's pretty awesome. I have to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I don't. I, I do. I will say I don't understand why L. O. Cool J just didn't let her like you know knife him one more time. He's like, oh, he's dead. He's dead. Let's go. And like, I was just also yeah, she drops it. a knife to go and grab the one out of him and stab him with that. <laughs> that was dumb. Like you were holding one and then she drops it. And he falls over. It's like, well, why are you even Lori, getting close to that guy? <laughs> <laughs> Lori has a reputation for Lori has a reputation for dropping knives when she's not supposed yes, to. Yes, if you yes, go back to like <laughs> all the movies, you Fair know what's enough. funny about uh, Mark? Mark about you loving the sibling thing is that John Carpenter, mm. like even though he came up with it, like hates it. Like he was just I like know. he huh. he was like he was like I needed a twist. He was like I needed a twist, and I was drunk, and that's what I came up with. <laughs> and that's kind of what great. It, I really <laughs> like it. I I don't know. There's something so like I think it makes sense. I think it's a. It makes, and I think also I just yeah. love that how we find out. We find out like in the last, honestly, like the last like seven minutes of Halloween two. It's like that's his sister, and it's like oh, it makes more sense you, than him just killing a random babysitter. Yeah, right? like I don't know. Yeah. on her. Yeah. After a while, well, he, I mean, maybe that fixated on that babysitter. I don't think so. And like twenty well, years I, later I, and forty years later, I'm like, I right. think he would have moved on to anyone else also my one criticism of 2018 why is Lori still living in Haddonfield I kind of like how this story's like, <laughs> e- even if she's even if we don't want her to be in hiding I like how she's like fuck Haddonfield I'm going to right, right. you know California which I also have to give up I have to give props to this one for the, I think being the only Halloween movie not taking place in Haddonfield I know three is different but at Logically, least the Michael Myers it, movies. But you it know? didn't feel like Halloween to me without it being in Haddonfield. So that also okay. kind of bothered me. I get the movement for the for the, her story, for sure. Her mm. wanting to, you know, create a new identity and get away. But it's not Halloween without Haddonfield, personally. So that uh-huh. took me out of it a little bit. Uh, the opening for Mark me still feels Haddonfield. For sure, yeah. It feels you know. very Haddonfield, yeah. 
Mark, you're very right, though, by the way. Like, Sydney left Woodsboro, like, after the first movie. Like, she she went to college, and then after she that, she left. I mean, like, she she oh, didn't yeah. really stay. <laughs> like, she got oh, out yeah. of Woodsboro. We've, we've spent enough time in Woodsboro in that franchise where, like, I'm good for a while between one, yeah. four, five. Like, I like when we move and the, there's new people or the killers follow. You know, I think that stretches... I feel like imaginations. And speaking of Scream, I'm sure you guys know this same location for H2O as the school is uh, the big finale house in Scream 3. In yeah, Scream 3, yeah. It, yeah. It is. Yeah. It's a huge place, I guess. Yeah. It's used in a lot of movies. Okay. Yeah, wasn't it? Was it also used in the Buffy show, or am I getting that confused with another building? It looks like it, it almost looks like it almost looks like their college campus. I don't know. It feels right. <laughs> like it could have been. Right. Yeah. I know they used it um, in like Neon Demon and Under the Silver Lake, where oh. other movies that used that house. But it's used a lot. It's in a lot of films. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Which makes me more upset that they. I mean, I, I, I mean, I like the chasing in this one, but that that setting is so sprawling that they could have used it a lot more. I think to yeah. uh, utilize the school setting a lot more in the movie. But I guess the movie's only eighty some odd minutes, so they really have time mm. to do. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, I kind of wish lot. Um, Josh Hartnett and Michelle Williams, when she says like, go, you know, she tells him to, to leave and she breaks the thing. And then she does the famous Michael, but like yeah. I, on their way out, like driving, I kind of wanted their car to crash and like, they're still there. And maybe he's also chasing, like, I feel like they Ooh. left so soon that it would have been yeah. fun. And maybe also a little nod to scream where like the first scream, what's so great about that finale is everyone's kind of scattered throughout Matthew yeah. Lillard's property, like Gail's over there, and you know that it could have been fun to have something like that again. Right, where, like the teens are over there, Lori's over here, but where's Michael? Ooh, you know, mm. yeah, so. yeah, that would have been. Great I remember, <laughs> I remember the girl I saw with in theaters. Uh, she, <laughs> the only reason she wanted to go, she's a Dawson's Creek fan, so Michelle Williams. Uh, that was the only reason she wanted to see it. <laughs> so once I remember, I remember distinctly once they are out the movie, she's sitting next to me and she just leans over and she's just like, "Well, there goes my reason for wanting to watch this." <laughs> she like got really disinterested, <laughs> completely disinterested after that. And I was like, "All right, well," and thankfully it wasn't that much longer because she was like really sitting there, just like, "When is this going to be over?" Um, oh my god! But yeah. I kind of yeah, I kind of wish they stuck around because uh, I, mean, I think it would have been good. I mean, I, I get having be Laurie alone, but like, mm -hmm. I mean, having her son there at least too would have been like a good, you know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I do love yeah. how the ending is a true showdown just between Laurie and Michael. So like, yeah, I think it'd be cool if they stayed around, but still, you know, were elsewhere or something, you know, because. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Gaius. It's a little too short. It's like, no, give me, give me, so, like, let's use this space even more. Because there's, like, cool stuff where the kids are, like, underground that I feel like we don't ever see again. And I thought we would have, you know, in the, like, weird tunnels. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, in the bowels of the school. Right. <laughs> I mean, I guess if I had the choice between Yosemite and, like, hanging with my two other friends, I guess I would hang out there <laughs> with them I so. uh <laughs> i i just love how adam hambert is like he's just the horny friend he doesn't really have much of a character other than that no. like all, yep. of, all all of his dialogue to his girlfriend is about how he wants to have sex with her and then he makes a comment about them having an orgy and yeah yep. that's all that's 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 his yeah. entire character and what's funny too because he was supposed to be in care hardly wait which is another callback to right. uh, uh -huh. us talking about that he was supposed to be uh god why am i blanking on the nerd's name he was supposed uh, to be him uh, William, William. Yep. And he uh, he looked too young, and they so they got the other guy instead. So at mm -hmm. least he got to be an H two O. Yeah. 
Uh, but he doesn't get the gratification to die on screen, though. I mean, I guess. Uh, <laughs> True. Yeah, that is. But again, it's a cool reveal a good... in the dumb waiter. I mean, that yeah. dumb waiter is pr- a pretty awesome uh, set piece. I, I always Agreed. get like kind of freaked out when it just when he cuts it when Michael cuts it and it just slams. Like, like, comes on yeah. Right? There's something like hardcore about that that I'm like, whoa. It's so gross. Know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Jody Lynn O'Keefe does good, like, you know, good supporting, oh, yeah. like, I-, I get killed, you know, in the movie character. Like, she's, I mean, she does she does what she needs to do and oh, yeah. uh, it does it well. Uh, I forgot that she was kind of a thing in the late 90s. She, had, she was in a few thing things back then. What else is she in? All that. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. I don't, I, don't mean, I don't mean to be shady at all. No, if anything, I wish she... I oh god oh my god I, I miss what you said. <laughs> Don't hate me. I love you. I think she's great. No, I just said she was a brief thing, oh. meaning like <laughs> I I, th- I think she should have done more. I'm surprised she did this, and then she was the like the villain, and she's all that, and she was in I think like Devil in the Flesh too, the sequel to the Rose McGowan movie. If you guys remember that, um, but yeah, then she just sort of did like I feel like CBS shows, and I'm like. Oh. Meh, meh. But I like her. I think she's great. Yeah, I would have actually wanted I'd more. I'd have taken more. You know, of her, yeah. I think it could have been fun if the that couple didn't die. You know, maybe he died, but maybe she had more of a... I don't know. You know, again, they could have just prolonged it a bit more since it was so fun, but I can't critique too much. Yeah, the oh, movie does I... seem really segmented in, like, bits. Like, there's the part where the two main... The two side characters get killed, and then you follow the two yep. you know, main side team characters. And then, yeah, it does have that issue where it definitely feels very segmented. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this is this part. Parts. This is their yeah. moment. Yeah. But I do love yeah. that jump scare with Michelle and Josh as they're running through the woods. And then all of a sudden, Michael's just there and he's just like, yes. right? Here. However, yeah. this, that kind of alerted me to a, a trait of Michael in this movie that I hadn't seen in any others. Is he not faster in this movie than any other? He kind of comes from out of nowhere. They left him in the dust and then all of a sudden they're outside and he's right caught yeah. up with them. It got me because I, I think he teleports. I think he teleports. There's some scenes where you see him coming way earlier, I guess, than you'd expect. Oh so yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. Especially for yeah. a guy in his should be in his like canonically should be in like his like late forties, right? But not that it's much of a complaint. But no, he 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 got me there. But this movie, I'm glad finally somebody said jump scare. I thought there were far too many fake oh. jump scares in oh. this movie. Mm-hmm. There was yeah, I lost count at one point. I was like, there were a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, although I I gotta I can't be too harsh because I understand like Laurie is supposed to be this character who's on edge and never know when she's gonna come across Michael again. So the ones on her her being on edge, I understand. But there's just a lot of characters that get spooked for no real reason in this movie so that was yeah, something like i had when, written down when the boys like jump scare ll cool j he's like Whoa, yeah you know and yeah i'm like yeah. i don't know if we needed that but okay yeah, yeah. a lot of fake outs for sure definitely yeah. yeah um i wonder if gaius is working on getting back in here or what happened i, I saw he was frozen for a sec yeah, I thought um, I was frozen for a sec. I was like, oh, is it me? I was like, oh, no, I guess it's Gaius. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, one other thing, too, that I had, like, I don't want to just be levying criticisms, but did you guys find or did you even notice this at all? Do you guys think that uh, Michael spared a few people in this movie? Did that ever get to you guys? Like, rarely do we see him not take an opportunity to kill, but I can at least remember a few moments where he plays – I guess doesn't play up to his, uh, you know, doing what he does best and leaves some people like the the bathroom scene between that random mother and daughter. Yeah, the girl in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just takes the keys and leaves, spares them. I thought that was kind of uncharacteristic 
for one of the most notable serial killers in cinema, but I, I, I couldn't justify and I don't blame them for not showing him kill a little girl, mm. but I just thought it was that odd to been... include it, it to not have them die. I mean, I don't know. I think it, I mean, I love that scene and how funny again in 2018, the next time this was retconned, we got another. Yes. Well, I feel like know, that well, makes up for this one. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I love the bathroom scene in this one and in that one, that one's pretty great. But um, yeah, you know, the, he, you're right. I think he could have killed both of them. And that would have, if he killed a kid, I'm just trying to remember, did he kill any kids previously in the movies? I don't know if he's ever killed. I can't say for any of the ones in between or actually after the first, but none that I have seen. It seems yeah, like he spares but that, that would have really like up the ante if like maybe obviously not on camera. And, right. and but this movie, evil, as we know, so... didn't show much on camera. But yeah, pure evil seeing like their dead bodies on the floor under the stalls. That would have been dark. You That's know? what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. And then I he also spares that. LL Cool J too. There's yeah. a scene. Remember, he, you get a glimpse of him at two different windows. And I thought that was it for his character. I'm like, hey, this that's it for him, you know. You know, good to see him right. while he lasted. But uh, I thought it was really not that it like took me out of the movie by any means. But I was like, okay, interesting. This is again, I didn't expect to see it even once, and then we get it again. I thought yeah. that was an interesting, I guess, directing choice or writing choice. But yeah, yeah I've never really is, thought about that. Where does he go from that, that scene? He he passes LL Cool J, and where does he go? I'm trying to think like what happens after that, but. Is that when, so when LL Cool J is looking in the car or a different scene when he's. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, you're right. So he uses the truck as a diversion to get through yes. the gate. Right. Also, can we just talk about like that truck? It's cool. But like, why was that woman driving that truck? Like I still, I every time I, right. Yeah. It's so random. It's, it's cool. random Creepers car. Vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes exactly oh my gosh. Yeah. I love. Creepers car. Yes. That's what it reminds Jackson, me I'm yeah. so glad you also brought up Jeepers Creepers because I even thought rewatching it so i love the moment and i even looked it's like directly halfway through the movie is when all the buses leave i just love that i like the score i think it's like kind of ominous even though they're actually going to a safe place but it's just like ooh, because you know first time watcher you're like is he gonna f- go after the kids or is he going you know but right. um it made me think of jeepers creepers too because part of me is like oh i want oh, like michael man. to like chase bus. after the kids and do like a slash on the bus but we kind of got that with jeepers creepers too which is a big mess but at least fun <laughs> on the broken down i bus. think jeepers creepers 2 is fantastic like right? a big mess i guess oh you know yes I mean? yeah it's so i mean you can't look away it's so fun yeah no. that was the last <laughs> good one yeah right? exactly i haven't seen anything past that but do we yeah. get a did we ever get a fourth or did they stop with the oh yeah we did was yeah, that like a couple years ago yeah that was oh. i think like a, maybe a year ago maybe yeah okay, jeepers creepers recently. reborn i reborn. think it was okay you're right because yeah, they yeah. did have like a, just a third yeah let's see is he gonna get back in this time can you hear me oh there we, we go yeah we can <laughs> hear you yeah <laughs> sorry firefox was like fuck you and crash <laughs> oh my gosh he's back oh, from the man. dead chrome's way to go <laughs> i know i gotta head. go chrome all day but yeah, i did catch your jeepers peepers just keep talking oh did you hear that oh okay yeah <laughs> i, I would have part, loved I... to seen michael myers tear up a bus of kids that yeah been awesome. that would have been pretty I, cool yeah. i'm <laughs> sure inevitably we will get another film right so like maybe right. almost got that six, in the 2018 years. one too though with the bus of prisoners yes oh, totally yes. that could have that could have been a scene that they really got it they need to do this they need to have a yeah. bus Michael Myers on a bus. <laughs> right? That's a Even if it's point. just like a couple people, because I know Texas Chainsaw, the last one that was on Netflix, <laughs> did that whole big mass oh, yeah. murder on the bus. But even if it's just like a few people in the back and like, ooh, that could be real spooky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, uh, that's the, it's the best scene in the awful movie, though. <laughs> 
in Texas, the new Texas Chainsaw. Uh, I only well, watched that franchise bus scene. now, though. Like moving yeah. forward, is it just done now, or is it? Yeah, you know, what do you with it? That's a good <laughs> Does anybody want to take this? I don't first? think it'll ever I'm, be done. Yeah, <laughs> at this rate, I think, I think as long as they yeah, can I, continue to make money off of it, they're going to continue. Yeah, to I don't think so either. Bring Michael Myers back, <laughs> which I am disappointed. Like I'd love to see better iterations of Michael than yes. we have received. But like at one point, like you need to find a high note and let the character rest because it's just. I feel like the more we see of him, the more it diminishes his character, and there's more. It just opens up different doors to like a retcon or change like our previous perceptions of him and what he can do. And I kind of like the allure of Michael Myers and not knowing like his origins or what his limits are in terms of like, can he be killed or not? Other Like having not seen this movie before, that was something I was, you know, not sure of. And I liked that ambiguity of his character. So as much as I'd love to see him tearing up on right. screen, I, I hope we get a, a decent break yes. after the yeah. last movie, but I'm sure. Uh, well, we'll it, see it's interesting that you. But it's going to be a while. I think we'll see him again. It's interesting yeah. that you said that, Jackson, about the uh, like ambiguity of the character, because mm-hmm. like a lot of fans think, a lot of fans think the whole like, you know, the whole sibling thing and all that. That kind of since it gives him a motive, it kind of humanizes him. While the the what John Carpenter wanted from him, which was just like he's just a force and it's just yes. pure evil. That is like like what his original. So that's why that's why some people, I guess, don't like the whole like, oh, this. Well, this it was the sister, and that's why he's after her because it gives him a motive, and that is less Mm. scary. Um, But yeah, I mean, I don't know what direction you're taking. I've heard some people say they should do like a limited series rather than a movie, and kind of like go into like how like Haddonfield mythology a little bit. But I don't know, you know, if that would really work. Um, my I, I thought it was crazy when for... we got Halloween kills that they were talking about. Like, they were talking about, like, that hell, you know, they're gonna make more after these are all done. They were even talking about that, like, hey, we're gonna make our three, and we know they're gonna just make more of these until we finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that was like a weird thing, but like, all right, well, does that make your uh trilogy not as important anymore? <laughs> right, I think yeah. so. I feel like we're going to see more of Michael, of course. Hopefully, I agree, Jackson. Hopefully, it's not for a while. Let's like give a nice long break. Let's leave Laurie Strode alone now. Both yeah. Jamie Lee, she's not going to do these anymore. No. She is done. And I, we learned yeah. from the Rob Zombie uh, remakes. I, I did not like those movies. And talk about so violent Guil- and so guilty not. pleasure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, you like you <laughs> like those sexes? Black sheep. I like oh, the first no. one. There's aspects because I'm just like I don't know what it is. I'm just like a violence whore. I don't know what it is. Oh, I just okay. like. <laughs> I mean, I mean, oh, they are violent. So yeah, if, uh, yeah I mean, I like totally. Rob Zombie's direction. Like not even just in the Halloween's, but like just him as a filmmaker. I just uh-huh. kind of fuck with his style. So yeah. I think I'm partial to them, even though I recognize they're not objectively great movies. I think they were a good change in direction at the time we got them so i am a little I mean, partial to particularly the first one. i did love the opening of his second one that was absolutely terrifying in the hospital, the hospital was octavia that was spencer yeah. that was terrifying and so much and a great little nod to the original sequel but um no i mm-hmm. feel like so let's leave so that though basically those movies showed us that also no one can really play laurie strode True. Unless it's Jamie Lee. Yeah. Like she they were the girls were (laughs) fine, but they were not as cool as our original girls. I would love to fill in the blanks. Like show me Michael, um, even if it's not totally in the canon of the story, why not the new sequel in the future take place when he's in the mental hospital before he breaks out, you know, and maybe he 
kills people in the mental hospital, some patients, some doctors, like, and maybe it's all contained in the Haddonfield psych ward or something. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we can get creative and do things kind of in between movies, even if they don't totally line up. That could be mm-hmm. kind of cool. You know? I would like yeah. to see a little bit more of Loomis's perspective uh, while Michael is mm-hmm. in the hospital and see what how he's trying to work on him and maybe see him go from that charismatic psychiatrist that thinks he can like treat yeah. this person to slowly lose hope over yeah. time and do whatever he can to keep him locked up just for it all to crumble by the end of the movie or mini series yeah. whatever it is. I think that would be awesome to see. Yeah. Yeah. And like and what we and, and what we learned from the Halloween Kills is that they I mean I mean, I know David Gordon Green did that, but they could effectively recreate that time period, like they did with that opening scene yep. of Kills, which oh, was that's a, good, a really that was great. That was really great. That, they did that was really good. So, like, I wouldn't mind seeing more of. Uh, I mean, because they're you know, of course, you know, Donald Pleasant passed away a long time ago, so you have to just find mm-hmm. the right person to fill in like a young version of him, or and then yeah, I think that it would actually, I actually would like, I would like seeing that more than like, because yeah, I think Laurie's done. I know Danielle Harris wants to come back so bad. I mean, I. I do like her. I do like Jamie. I mean, mm-hmm. I grew oh, up yeah, on Jamie Halloween four and five a lot. I yeah. mean, like, I mean, those okay. were the ones I, I actually watched those sequels a lot more than mm-hmm. Halloween two when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually do like the character of Jamie, particularly in number four. And oh, yeah, I four get her. I mean, right. the, and the best thing that Rob Zombie did for fans was actually cast Daniel Harris as Annie in those uh, remakes that he did. Cause that was like a nice nod to the fans and for her. To kind of get brought mm-hmm. back because like, she was she she admits to being butt hurt when she wasn't asked to be an H2O oh, yeah. and then uh-huh. and then ha- and then like and then saw that like you know no Lori doesn't have a daughter she has a son and that daughter doesn't even exist anymore so she was pretty hurt that, by that. I understand then, yeah that sucks right for her and then for 2018 for her for Lori to have a daughter again but still it's not her I'm so unwanted by this series like why yeah, am oh I my God. they were like they rather have Judy Greer than, than me <laughs> you know in oh. my dream world again because I love age 20 I would totally see a, like a spin-off Halloween of Josh Hartnett and Michelle Williams. This will never happen, but this can happen in my brain. <laughs> They're like, it's it's only about them. It's not about Lori anymore. It's this, you know, like show me like the characters that like survived, you know, like even LL Cool J, whatever. Okay. Have yeah. LL Cool J and, <laughs> and Danielle Harris. Them. Okay. Right. Like yeah. they can lead the yeah. next one. You know, like, <laughs> he, he, no, he wrote, he wrote some book about the, the events. Like it's like 20 yeah, years, yes. 20 years later. <laughs> Halloween oh, scale weathers, yes, yes, yeah, oh, he's, yeah, he's on, yeah, that's hilarious. Um, um all right, guys, <laughs> oh, go ahead, guys. What do you, no, no, what were you gonna say? Oh, I didn't, I didn't know if you were getting ready to wrap up or not because I didn't want to say this if that was yeah. the case, is because it could be a lengthy oh, no, sort ahead. of question. But I just wanted to see, um, particularly Wes, I don't think you got a chance to really share your thoughts on Rob Zombies. I want to know if there are any other people that liked anything to do with what he brought to the series, or am I just the black sheep? With, with those ones. Um, <laughs> so I'll, I'll watched, let Wes go first. Okay. <laughs> I watched the original Halloween and Rob Zombie's Halloween as a double feature back, a, back when I first saw them. Yeah, I like and that double feature. When I finished John Carpenter's, I was kind of like, that was good. I like that. That was okay. And I wasn't like horribly enthused or anything, but I was like, that was good. I like that. It was solid. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Rob Zombie's Halloween and immediately I was looking at John Carpenter's Halloween and I was like, that was a masterpiece. <laughs> and this, this is... Uh, <laughs> I don't blame you for thinking that. You're absolutely right. There's this, uh, because John's undoubtedly or undisputably is 
like the goat, like the movie, even yeah, not even just a Halloween movie, but like slasher. But I don't know what it is about Rob and what he brings and just kind of reinvigorates it for me. But I've always enjoyed. Maybe that will change over time. But I usually flip flop between songs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think they grow um, as he walks, but maybe not. Here's what I'll here's what, here's what I'll say. I actually like Devil's Rejects a lot, so I do like his style yes, outside. There of, we go. Yeah, out, outside of Halloween. Um, that's a when game. I first saw his Halloween remake, I hated it. I wanted to take a dump on it. <laughs> yeah. I, that's how much I hated it. Because uh, <laughs> I because I mean Jackson, you know, we talk about it. Like Halloween is not not only one of my favorite horror movies. It's like one of my favorite right. movies in general. Yes. So, so I, I thought like that what would be he, an abomination to you. I, yeah. So yeah. I thought what he did was like a huge fuck you to what John Carpenter had done. And but years down the line, there's stuff I can appreciate about it. There's some like I don't I still don't love the first hour. Like that's all Rob Zombie stuff. That's all like trailer park yes. weird. That, that's what that's yeah, what he does. Right. That's his bread and butter. That's his bread and butter. Right? His wife I, too was I don't tough. yeah, oh God, I don't mind in every fucking movie. <laughs> everything. Oh God, um, I don't mind <laughs> I don't mind some of the recreation stuff they did towards uh you know, because the last forty five minutes is basically like an accelerated remake of like what the first movie is. Yeah, like he, right. there's some Very really cool. Sh- there's some cool shots, and I actually think some of like the set pieces are decent. Like the stuff with Danielle mm-hmm. Harrison, it the fact that she did her chase scene or her attack scene topless is still like. I mean, it sounds like something Rob Zombie would do, yeah, uh, yes, but. It and then I actually think the the chase scene with Laurie is pretty decent. It's not like Jamie Lee Curtis is in the original, but it's no. There's like little bits and pieces that I find okay. Now Halloween two, I hate. I didn't like any. I didn't like anything about it. I can't find any redeeming qualities on it whatsoever. So <laughs> I've tried. I'll chime in real quick because yes, Jackson, there are some moments I remember. I've only seen both of them once in theater. Okay. I saw both in theaters, even though oh, I hated wow. the first one. Okay. I did go back to the theater for the second one. Uh, I agree with you, Gaius. Um, seeing the first one in theaters truly felt like I was punched. I was like. What the fuck? I, I don't even know if I'm allowed to curse. Sorry, I'm cursing a lot. Yeah, you are. You're, oh, this movie yes, gets me heated goes. up. I remember um, I was in college at the time, and I even brought it up in my screenwriting class. And I was like, I just need to talk about how absolute trash this movie is. And I felt so dumb because my screenwriting teacher, she was like, well, it's a remake of Halloween. Did you expect it was going to be good? And I was like, honestly, yeah, because why would you remake it if it's not going to be good? I was so torn up about it. But yes, there are good moments. I love I I think it's Dee Wallace. She plays Lori's mom, if I believe her mom, adoptive yeah. mom. And mom, I yeah. was scared with that scene where Michael's there and he's, he's Oh, comes out of her. nowhere, like, dude. <laughs> that was intense. So there are some good moments. I do love the ending. I think Lori shoots Michael on the head and her his blood's all over mm-hmm. and she's just screaming and it just cuts to black. So like there are good moments. I actually kind of liked to. And again, I haven't I've only seen it once. I mm-hmm. thought it was going in a new direction with like the weird hallucinations. I was like, "Okay, this is actually like something a little different." But my That's biggest what I pet peeve. About it. Right? Yeah, yeah, I was like and with the white horse, again, don't need to see his wife in every goddamn scene, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Um but my yeah. biggest issue is Halloween one, what makes the beginning when he kills his sister, his older sister, Judith, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When he kills her, what is so scary is when he, when we reveal it's the little boy and that his parents came back from dinner and they look very nice and they're very like upscale. Why now are we doing this trailer? Like the trailer trash thing was 
so obvious to me. I'm like, it's scary. Right. It's all, it's, it's all he, kno- it's all he knows though. It's that's a, all Rob all Zombie knows. knows. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, A, that's not what was originally intended. And B, it is so much scarier for the family to actually be so normal and like so mm-hmm. upper class. Mm-hmm. And that to Just me to is have way more interesting yeah. than, yeah, to have this yes. like monster as a son rather than this, everyone's like, yelling just at each to, other and like beating each other up i'm like mm, okay just to it's comment kind of on that no. i'm just thinking about this now what did i think i think we could be at risk of having like hating rob zombies even more if he decided to take like a gus van sant psycho direct remake approach you know oh I mean? direct why the remake? fuck did we get oh. this instead I do of kinda he kind of like experimented psycho, but... Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen, but I just I, I oh I, Jackson. I mean Vaughn, I mean yeah the original is of the original classic. is great, hot, but as right. an experiment, if you like watch it as an experiment, it's like in a museum, and you're just like oh wow, it kind of I don't know it's the exact same movie, so I mean it's kind of good. If you were know, like, if you were in college and someone made that like their short film, you'd be like that's cool, I guess. But not Gus Van Sant. Yeah, it's, um, it's I, so I, weird I, that that even yeah. happened. This is why although I Viggo Mortensen naked, I mean like the cast. Wait, was what? Good, so, I mean, he's in. Oh yeah, he's in that. Well, oh yeah, yeah there, there are a lot of good people in that. There are a lot of good people. Julian Moore's in it. Yeah, yeah. It's got, there's William so H. many good people in that movie. I shouldn't be surprised that he assembled a good cast, but I just Vince Vaughn. This is after actually was very good as this is yeah. This is after Goodwill Hunting, so he could have assembled a really good cast. Like he he fooled them. He fooled them all. William H Macy isn't it? Like there's some. I honestly feel like. That movie is less of a remake, and it's just like this weird Gus Van Sant experiment. Like you can't look at like it he as was, a remake. He was bored. It's just this like, it's like an. Well, it's just that's kind of how I look at Rob's a little bit. It's like I like mm. that he experimented, even if it, not everything turned out fantastic. He mm. took something that he clearly liked and was inspired by, maybe even though it doesn't show like that he is, and it yeah. just feels like something in like this side little like mandela effect universe where it kind of spilled out into our universe that he even yeah. att- attacked that property and i kind of think well was the like only the only re- the only reason he agreed to even do two because he was like i need to do my own thing i don't want it. this is my movie and they were like all right right so that's why yeah. halloween two, his and halloween 2 is like all over the place farther yeah <laughs> i mean enough. okay farther yeah. away from it i will say one of my favorite shots from the franchise is in his uh remake it's after he gets uh lori out of the house after he's chased her and he's just walking down the street like holding her like carrying her and it has like mm. the like halloween theme kind of faintly playing in the background like i okay see i have, like little isolated moments like that in the movie <laughs> i mean man jackson the fact that right? i can, okay, yeah, the original yeah, house yeah. like the fact that i could even like like even a little bit consider if you would have saw me in 2007 because <laughs> i was like fuck this <laughs> There's so yeah, much like, imagery from the <laughs> right. There's so much imagery from the Rob Zombie movies that just is so on point and looks amazing. Mm-hmm. That's like that, that's the aesthetics are so good. It's um, just gritty and fucking violent looking and yeah. dark. And I can't help but feel like it would be as somebody that I can't really comment on what it would have been like the climate of the Halloween series at the time. I'm nine when that movie comes out and have no idea about like the legacy of that series. But oh, wow. I feel like we had so many Halloween movies that were all in the same like canon at that point, I would have thought that maybe it would be the, the freshness would have been like appreciated, but clearly well, not. And I, it, I, I well, you know what? <laughs> I think the idea of it was appreciated. I mean, I didn't think they should have remade it, but this was, this is post like Fair. Texas Chainsaw Ma- Texas Like right. they remade Texas Chainsaw Massacre and that worked. And they were like, like all right, well, again. well, people like, mm. yeah, people like that. So then they started remaking everything. Like Hills of Eyes and like all that stuff. After, so, yeah. I love that. One. Yeah, yeah. That's so a good remake. So I, I think people thought I me mean, because this was 
I mean, after Resurrection, that was it. They remade it. So, I mean, what else were they going to do, I guess, at that point? So, I didn't, I mean, I just didn't, lo- I mean, I, but I'm coming at it from a different place. It's my favorite movie. So, I was like, don't it, touch it. Exactly. <laughs> like, leave it alone. I agree. Leave it alone. Yeah. And then of all people to touch it, I was like, "Oh no, he's gonna no." <laughs> like, so, and then my weird, and then, yeah. and then my worst fears were confirmed when I saw it. Oh man, uh, the, I, I was I, I make terrible. I make fun of angry angry fanboys, and like I remember coming out of that movie with like four of my friends, and they actually liked it because they loved how violent they were. They were like you, Jackson, <laughs> and they're like know, they're like bro, yeah. Oh, yeah. You didn't like anything. I was like, "Fuck that movie! Fuck that movie! Fuck it sucks!" I was so angry. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> if I had God. a message board, if if I had some kind of website, I would have been like all over it. Yeah. But I didn't. Then so <laughs> probably so, yeah, for the Jackson, best. It, I had no it makes a lot of sense why age twenty doesn't really stick with you because like it is so not violent it looks so yeah. sh- literally shiny is this it's making like, sense <laughs> it's, yeah. so, it's so shiny. polished it, like it came out it's so it polished. came out and like- that's why i love it it's like these aren't even real people i'm just watching like ai like everything is you know and it's just so like it's just so slick and cool which i that was targeted right to me you know the the, te- the early you know what i mean so like yes yeah, I loved the slick, like sparkly, like it just was so cool back then, you know. It is very, it is very clean. I like, I didn't realize that like until watching it for this. It is a clean, clean, clean movie. Like, there's oh, nothing mm-hmm. gritty about it whatsoever. Like it's very like mm-hmm. bing. <laughs> That's the kind of noise yeah. that kind of comes yeah. off the movie a little bit, yeah. like a Mr. Clean commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that does make. I kind of had a feeling Jackson wouldn't it love it. Like I, I, you know. Okay, I'm even though he loves the original, yes, yeah, he loves he loves the original Halloween. I like I I thought maybe like the whole like oh bringing her back thing, but I mean it it would kind of be interesting to watch this having seen 2018 first and then going in. See, this is what I'm dealing with. It's also hard to remove that and separate this canonically. It's it's hard for me to get over that too. That this technically didn't happen from the 2018 perspective, and having seen those multiple times just kind of messes with my interpretation of this movie. So I'm very much not an ideal candidate for viewing this movie for the first time. So, you know what I'm saying? By the so way, does anyone... Yeah. Yeah, does anyone know where Jamie Lee Curtis... Because, like, she she had the same kind of idea for this one, right? She was like, oh, let's examine her trauma and all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. like, that was the... That's what she wanted to do. And then she did the same... When she did interviews for all three of David Gordon Green's, that was, like, all she would talk about is how this was, like, an examination of her trauma. Like, I know when she did H2O, she talked highly of it. I don't know how she feels about it now, or if she's just like, no, like the 2018 on that's that that's my that's my grind, and that's it. I remember there was an interview I think when she was promoting 2018, saying yeah, the trauma and like all that, and like people were like, well, that's kind of what H20 definitely shows, and she had said like, but that was a bad movie. This is a better movie. So she's sort of like, <laughs> no. it's interesting because she was praising it at the time. But then she was shitting on it years <laughs> later. So yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Also, if she might have was, she might have just been like tainted by her Halloween resurrection experience. Yeah, yeah. Hindsight, you know? So she might just view those two movies as one, and those were the Weinstein's, and you know. So yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, recency right, bias. That makes, that makes sense. The time it came out mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. 
All right. Well, what what are your, some of your final thoughts on this little movie? Well, we know that uh, Mark loves it because it's clean, it's polished, everyone's pretty. Yep. <laughs> I think it's great, guys. I think it's great. It's, it's one of those movies, and I'm sure it's also nostalgia, but like replaying it today, it was so hard to turn it off to go back to work because I'm like, oh, this is a warm blanket. I love, I know we were talking about the score and it's a little, but like, I don't know, it works for me. It's a great thrill ride. I love that we escape Haddonfield and it's kind of a whole new adventure. Um, yeah, I think it works. It's nice to see Janet Lee and like the little that was dope. psycho. Yeah. Um, oh, and the car, and, and her psycho, psycho the car. car was in it too. That was yeah. cool. and just yeah. the nods to the original film. Someone, um, uh, her boyfriend even says like, "Oh, well, it's Halloween. We're all entitled to one good scare," much like Sheriff Brackett says in the first one. So the I fake like conversation they... in the classroom was yes. a nod. Oh, that was awesome. God, yes, when Michelle that. looks yeah. out the window, much like yeah. look. so. I mean, there are great nods, and they all work for me. So I, I have such a soft spot for this. I think it's great mark this is your this this movie is you what alien covenant is to me hearing you talk about it and i love that oh, <laughs> because okay. i can tell how passionate about you are about it and i'm an alien covenant defender so okay I love interesting because not many yeah. people are i thought it was I fine know. but okay cool like a conversation for another day yeah <laughs> go <laughs> ahead wes i like h2o i think the one of the best things about Halloween for a Halloween fan is you can really choose which timeline you want to go with. <laughs> choose your own adventure. Four, five, or six, one day. It's a, it's, it's a choose your own adventure horror series, and that's what's really great about it. I like so that. I, like, I think uh, I think H two O works in the canon, and I think it 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 has its flaws. It is very nineteen ninety eight. It's the screamification and the yeah. Dawson's Creekification of Halloween, and it 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 works. <laughs> and it also some people probably don't like that, but I I like it. I think it's really great. I think it's fun. There's a lot of nostalgia for it. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think it's a really fun entry in the series. Yeah. It's not a hate for me. I definitely didn't hate my life watching it. It just didn't. Some things didn't work, <laughs> and I get it's a product of its time and of the series at the time something that i just by nature of being born the year it came out it, it, i never was going to be able to enjoy it the way that it was meant to be and so that's why i you know shouldn't take my opinion too seriously but uh, there are things to enjoy about it and overall it'd be one that i'd watch I, I think it works great as a as a trilogy like retconning the ones in between there goes gayus again yeah. in between two and this one which was the seventh right so yeah yeah i could i would like to actually do the to, uh, tackle this series in the future as a choose your own adventure and oh, yeah. do one and go right to yeah. 2018, which I've done, and then watch one, two, and then this seven. one, which is the seven, and whatever ones in between you can watch oh, as yeah. well. I, I wrote I out a hard. whole map, I'll send it to you. Would you send, please? That would be very <laughs> but I had a I, I had a marathon party before 2018 came out. The week weekend before nice. we watched one, two, seven, and the beginning of eight to see Jamie Lee Curtis die. So I'll send you, I took a picture of the map and like Please. all these arrows and how three is over in the corner. And yeah. Oh that yeah. Be, it's, I fantastic. agree. It's crazy how this franchise has retconned so many times, but each journey <laughs> is pretty fun until then there's a moment when you're like, all right, yeah, too far, you know? Right. Also, right. you know, what's interesting is this is, it wasn't until today that I realized that this had retconned other. I thought the 2018 was the first retcon of this oh, series. God, so no. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. There's right. three was a retcon because it was a whole new Michael Myers. Okay, I guess story. I understood that part. Yeah. And yeah. then four right, was bringing yeah. back to Michael Myers, but losing Jamie Lee Curtis. And then seven. And then, yeah, 2018. So, yeah. Would oh, that and then make even Halloween. Rob Zombie's ones. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Would that make the Halloween series like the first major franchise to like retcon a whole, like a whole, like, full movies from there honestly it might as far as i understand yeah i can't think of any earlier examples there are, yeah there aren't 
super popular ones that we can think of that retcon right. so much right Maybe away. Maybe they're so, right there, but yeah. And like nowadays, it's almost becoming normal. Like the new Exorcist series is going to retcon. I, it's right. a Exorcist it's a David people. Gordon Green thing that he's normalizing, yeah. which is a conversation too that we could keep going into about. <laughs> yeah. But I really hope so. Oh, just now that you mentioned that, the cat's out of the bag here. But the fact that did you hear that they're already like planning two and three, like two sequels to his Exorcist? Yeah, it's like it, I they. I think we're contracted for a trilogy, like right. Right. Yeah. Let the because first it's, one. It's David happen. Gordon Green and it's Blumhouse. So I mean, that's yeah, just now yeah, their I, thing to like, you know. Yeah. I, I'm I'm worried about I'm Exorcist. Very worried. Yeah, because I like Blumhouse... I said I didn't love David Gordon Green's trilogy. Good right. moments for sure, but for sure, such strange mix of serious violent horror and then like laugh out loud comedy yeah. that was not the same not as like a scream or something else so right yeah i'd know. like i i need see... to watch the exorcist sequels i've i haven't seen many so... of them. i've seen yeah. the first one this, <laughs> this year i need to see <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. Mark, Mark, watching Exorcist 2, and then I just want to hear your thoughts yeah, after I've you heard. watch it. Not that way. Okay, yeah, I'll let you know. So <laughs> the, third, the, the third one's yeah. good. The third one's pretty good. Paul Schrader's is Dominion, I, right? That from I, I saw yeah. like Dominion in theaters, and it was boring. And... <laughs> I I picked that up at a, at a fair or a, a market once because somebody said of the Exorcist sequels, that that would be one to watch. Kind of like how people say this about oh. H2O. Um, yeah. So I have it, but haven't seen. It. But I assumed if Paul Schrader did, it would be worth watching. But I, I'd like to temper my expectations yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. from what I remember, meh. But I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not as precious with The Exorcist, you know. So, whatever. It's yeah. not. It's not. It's not your franchise. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I, enjoy, I mean that that original. I know it turns fifty this year, so I'll be talking about mm. it on my show. Like that original. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But you know, whatever. But I just hope the new ones are good, or else it's like, why are we? Why are we doing from the trailer to me it just seems like a cookie cutter uh, exorcism movie from what we, but again this is the first trailer me i gotta give the benefit of the doubt yeah but yeah. i guess i'm not impressed yet and now but, yeah and now that he's passed away like all eyes are gonna be on that movie oh now, my god oh, yeah in a, very, <laughs> really? in a very in a very different way where they're like mm, all right live up to I it can, <laughs> i can already yeah. see the reviews and like the journalists saying like yeah even if, if this movie does turn out to be abysmal yeah like Good thing William Freakin wasn't alive to see this abomination. That was my our, first thought when Freakin died. As sad as that yeah. is, was like, if this next movie flops, that's all anybody's going to be saying is, well, he, lucky Freakin died. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he wow. couldn't stick around to see it happen to his his uh, his baby. And yeah. I hope that's not what happens, but oh well. Yeah. How well, it's it funny. Uh, in, in retrospect, like John Carpenter has watched his baby morph <laughs> over time. Uh, into yep. a lot of different things, yeah. and you know he, right. he and, up, and, and up until the David Gordon Green trilogy, he didn't really want to be involved at all. Post Halloween two, uh, he didn't really, you know, he he was hmm. you know he made money from it, and he was happy making some money from it. But you know, his interest in it kind of died after that first one because he was like he didn't want to make Halloween two. It was just a money grab from. He's not much of a franchise the first one made guy. So much money, hmm. so mm-hmm. I, I'm not surprised. No, he's that. not. He's no, only ever he's done not. one sequel, hasn't he? With Escape he, to New York? Escape, or LA? Yeah, Escape, uh, yeah. yeah Escape to LA, yeah. And I guess that might be it, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it, I'm not Yeah, he, he only, and he, like, he reshot some of Halloween, too, to add violence to it, because, you know, it was the early 80s, and mm-hmm. Friday the 13th had already come out, so they were like, we need more 
we need more blood I, and stuff. So, so wait, Jackson, yeah. you haven't seen Halloween two, the original Halloween two? That's correct. Did he did he direct <gasps> Halloween two? Part of it. He like, wrote oh, it. Only the part he wrote it. He, okay. he, he was definitely involved. He wrote it. But, he, um, yeah, yeah. No, I've not seen it. Oh, yeah, so, so, probably the year. So that that's, it. That's, <laughs> check it out. That's so I funny too because there's certain there's certain shot certain shots in Halloween two and H two O like the way that Will dies uh, is like a mm. direct nod to how one of the nurses dies in Halloween two and mm. okay yeah I, I I think you'll enjoy it as like a standard like slasher movie sequel. It's, it's not very eighties. Like, it's, it's like yeah. it's very eighties. <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah it, if you think if you think H2O is a product of his time, then so is Okay. <laughs> well, I happen to really like the 80s, so I'm hoping and, it's a side yeah. that I like. Um Lori's boyfriend, the guidance counselor or whatever, in H twenty dies in a very similar way as someone in H two in Halloween two. Okay. One of the, like, one of the best kill one of the best kills. Which is like, like, yeah, it's you know, so that good. first time nice. was like, whoa, you know, a shoe oh, drops. So like, yeah. Is it in any <laughs> is it gorier at all than the original? Is it's it... definitely bloodier yeah, it is. and okay. more violent. Yeah. 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 Because, nice. you know, H20 is very similar <laughs> to the nice. first one because there wasn't really psycho, many man. deaths. Like, the first movie is what? I think, like, three or three? four people three, died? Three people. Three, three people, people. Yeah, yeah. Right. Three? Yeah, okay, yeah. So, two ups the ante, for sure. You'll see. It's great. I can't wait. Yeah. You'll, you'll get what you want. A higher body count, uh, less character development, but a higher body count. Okay, <laughs> that sure. I can work with. <laughs> yeah is it 81 or 82 well, 81 81 cool. yeah 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 jamie lee curtis well, is in you. a terrible wig oh yeah uh, oh yeah because she was she had she had cut her hair for a movie oh it's so bad yeah. and she doesn't really she doesn't really do much she's like in bed most of the movie <laughs> it's yeah. really kind of similar to very, halloween it's, it's very, kills but right. kills. Yeah. yeah she at least has some cool hallway chases that i love oh my god i love so yeah yeah yeah, you're right. Um, well, thank you guys for joining us for the Halloween H2O discussion. And thank you for keeping it going when Firefox was like, fuck you guys, like, get off <laughs> of this feed. It, it tried no, to kill I, you, but you just keep coming back like Michael. Like Mike. Like Mike. Like Mike. Make yeah. me like Mike. <laughs> can't get, can't, can't get <laughs> but yeah, as always, Mark, thank you for coming on and uh, talking. Thank you. Uh, I mean, like, we all, I always know which ones to bring you on for. Uh, we're still going to try this to work is... out Freddy versus Jason, which should be a fun one. Uh, yeah, let me know if done. if if you can't, you know, it's it's quite a movie. So uh, maybe I can always put <laughs> make a recording or something real quick if you want. Oh, oh yeah, we guys will do that too. Oh, yeah, we'll yeah. make it work. Yeah, we'll make it work. Yeah, there's gonna be some funny stuff in there we can we need to talk about. <laughs> That'll be really fun. And then uh, and then Wes, thank you for coming on for the first time. And then you're more than welcome to ever come back if you uh, see awesome. any topic of interest because uh, we're. We're gonna yes, keep putting uh, anniversary and episode ideas on TikTok and Reels and everywhere to kind of get more people on. So, uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. It was a lot of fun having you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. If you need a fourth person for Freddy versus Jason, I love that movie too. <laughs> so, oh, well, there, there you go. Yeah. Are you yeah, are you like a you're, are you like a horror guy? Are you big like horror movie? Yeah, person? I love horror. Like, um, I would show you my bookshelf, but this background thing is. I can't get rid of it, but uh, yeah, I have horror movies all, all over every, all of them, tons of them. Nice, Love them. fantastic, but nice, nice, all right. great, great genre. All right, it it be great to we're definitely, we're definitely, I'm excited. Yeah, we're definitely gonna, we're definitely gonna probably use you. Uh, we're doing a lot of spooky season stuff on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, that'd be great to probably have you guys be a lot. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, a lot of fun Halloween stuff. Um, all right, Jackson, sign yeah, us on. All right.
Well, that wraps up uh, episode 115 of Back to the Blockbuster. Very special thanks uh, to our guests today, Mark J. Parker and Wes. Thanks a lot for joining us, guys. Um, this has been quite the discussion, one I didn't really know what we get up to, but uh, you know, I'm happy we got through it. First time watch. It was a pleasure. I'm really looking forward to discussing some other horror movies. This, I guess, may as well be the kickoff to spooky season or mm-hmm. right, it's right around the corner. So yeah, stay tuned to the socials, yep. guys as we will have some other anniversary picks for you guys to choose from as we're getting closer and closer to that time of the year, which will be big for the podcast. Uh, Stay tuned and check us out on Playlist's new app. You can find us at Back to the Blockbuster, anywhere you guys get your podcasts and anywhere you guys are on social media. Come find us. And special thanks again, guys, for joining us. It's been a blast. And uh, you guys take care. And we'll see you next time.